BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Episode 262, Meal Prep and Freezer Meal Tips. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about meal prep, freezer meal edition. We're going to talk all about freezer meal prepping, freezer meal cooking, freezer meal eating. We're going to talk all about it. (laughs) Stocking up that freezer, keeping it full. Mm, It is freezer meal time, y'all. It's time. If you haven't tried freezer meals before, this is the season. Tis the season for meals in your freezer. (laughs) Ready for all those busy days or... Cold, chilly nights, pulling it out of your freezer, heating so it up. So much to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. But first, before we get into that, we're going to talk about today's sponsor, Free. It needs no introduction because it is the sound of free, the feel of free, all of the free. We love free. Our annual debt-free Christmas planner, and it's free. <laughs> get it? <laughs> It's a 20-page planner that will help you plan your holiday budget and gifts, track your online orders, write out your favorite holiday recipes, track your savings for next Christmas with a cute tree where you can color in all the ornaments. So if you aren't already on our email list, then check your inbox. Or if you are already on our email list, check your inbox today and you'll see it there. If not, (laughs) what are you doing? It's free. Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Christmas to grab yours and you'll get on our email list, which gets you all of the freebies, not just that one. We got so many other freebies Mm -hmm. that we send out at least once a month. So frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Christmas. See you there. Yes. Yeah. It'll probably be in your inbox like from Friday or from the yesterday. So if you're on our list, you should have it. So speaking of free, Let's make this season a little more stress-free. It's not going to be completely stress-free. Let's make it less stressful. And this is why we use freezer meals. If you are not already on board with meal planning and prepping, then I urge you to listen to every, gosh, 10th episode or so of the show where we talk about some form of meal planning or groceries or something. But a few specific to meal planning are episode 234, where we compare meal planning apps. So we compare the ones that you do the planning and upload them to the app, and then also the ones that are done for you. And there's even one emails that has a freezer stash every month. They have a six meal freezer stash dash menu. I don't know. Like that. They give one to you every month. So please check out that episode 234 or episode 149, Frugal Meal Planning with Ashton Cope. We talk a lot about doing your own meal planning, how to find recipes, because that's sometimes the most like confusing part. Um, How do we find frugal recipes and uh, organize everything with all the choice we have? So those are two really good episodes to queue up next. And today we will focus specifically on freezer meals because who, I mean, A, freezer meals are always hot. Don't try and give me like 
a freezer meal that you just defrosted and served me cold. Like it's not a salad like in the summer. So they are designed for winter. And there's like never more to do than around the holidays in December. It doesn't stop. And so in order to avoid more takeout, having freezer meals on hand and knowing what to do with them and knowing that they're going to be good is essential. Yes. And so let's get into this first article. Kick us off, Jill. So this comes from Fabulously Frugal. And I love the example. I mean, it's a really quick introduction, which I also appreciate about this article. She doesn't waste time getting into the content, but gives this scenario of a child or a spouse saying, what's for dinner? And then panic ensuing, and then maybe responding with a, I don't know, what are you making? And then (laughs) the person who asked the question rolls their eyes, and then you head to the pantry only to find something that's going to take forever to try and cook. Then you order DoorDash, you pick up fast food, and it just doesn't go the way that you really want it to go. So sad. Enter freezer meal cooking and how that can save the day because you've thought ahead. And all you got to do is pull something out of the freezer and heat it up and you know it's going to be something good because you've made it. Mm -hmm. I also really love the picture in here. I know I'm not getting into the content, but this is worth describing to you. I don't know if the author took this picture, but there's a spoon that is balancing over like the, the fulcrum, the balance point of the spoon is a calculator turned on its side and on either end of the spoon like a seesaw on the one end is coins and on the other end is a potato punctured into the side of the spoon and it's balancing on a sideways calculator and it is fantastic it is everything uh food budget money math it's sending all of the messages but you know what it's It's convincing us to freezer meal cook (laughs) this is a fantastic photo (laughs) and i'm gonna i'm personally i'm gonna take a picture of it with my phone nice okay so that i can show you on social media all right uh so, so these are just some like good reasons that you need freezer milk cooking in your life if i didn't convince you maybe fabulously frugal will first is you will save money uh again you won't be ordering as much fast food um, as much takeout it probably won't save you from every fast food and every takeout that's just like what you deal with during the, in busy seasons that's just that's the name of the game. Don't feel guilt. But we can do things to limit the number of times we get takeout. And then also buying in bulk. So having a stockpile isn't my favorite, like stocking up for the apocalypse. But when you are prepping a batch of freezer meals, you can plan it to be similar ingredients. You can buy those ingredients in bulk. A lot of them are already frozen. When I'm doing freezer meals and I'm doing vegetables in the freezer meal, I buy frozen vegetables. Right. Why? Right. So so those are less expensive. They're already chopped. Um, I buy them in bulk. So I save money there. So there's just a lot of great money-saving reasons beyond takeout that batch prepping meat freezer meals is great. And then it says you'll shop less too. So no more last minute runs to the grocery store to grab an ingredient. So stuff like that. And she said the first time she got together with friends to do freezer meals, she paid only $85 for 12 meals. That's next level. I can't believe right. she she batched 12 meals. This article wasn't even written in 1993. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was written in 2018, but still, like yeah. can you imagine even right now spending $100 for yeah. 12 meals. It's Which, insane. There's a fun tip just embedded in that doing this with friends, getting together mm-hmm. and having this be like an activity because I think so often that that can keep us from doing this. We love the idea of freezer meals, but I got to set aside a day to batch it, which has plenty of pros and cons to it, but 
batch cook in a day with someone who you enjoy hanging out with. Take it a step further and maybe, you know, have your friend make six meals, you make six meals, split them in half, and now you've got 12 different meals. And so then you can have like a little bit more variety. So lots of things to consider with that one. Mm -hmm. The next point, reason that we should be doing this is that you will save time. It, it We've already referenced this. It's perfect for busy families, people on the go during busy seasons, because you're able to just not have to think, pull whatever you want out of the freezer and heat it up. So you're going to spend less time grocery shopping, which we've already referenced because you've already bought it all in bulk. It's already cooked. So now you don't have to go to the grocery store that week, potentially, if you're eating all out of your freezer. You've already done the cooking and preparing. So yes, it does take a good significant chunk of time, but that's in one consolidated time, like a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday, rather than every single night of the week. You save time on all of the prep of the food because it's already done. It's already made. And oftentimes, like you've referenced, Jen, for the peeling and chopping of the veggies, you might not have to do that if you've purchased the frozen veggies that can just go right Mm -hmm. into the meal that's going to go into your freezer. Uh, Less time cleaning your kitchen, again, because you did it all in one fell swoop. So if you like the idea of saving time, try freezer meals. Mm, Yes. And actually... Later on, I will list out a few of my favorite freezer meals for you to Google and do. Yeah. Uh, Number three is it saves you brain power. We have talked about decision fatigue so many times on this show. By the end of the day, you have made so many decisions that your brain does not have a lot of extra energy to expend. And that's why we resort to takeout at night and the late night Amazon browsing. We get our brains get less motivated to do what's right the longer we spend in the day. And that's normal. Freezer meals will save some of that brain power. Uh, and I love that she also talks about decision fatigue. It is, it's not just a frugal friends thing. It's like a very well-known thing. So don't work against it. Don't try to be better than, <laughs> than what your natural brain does. Like at least not a hundred percent better. We're, we go for one percent better. And uh, freezer meals is a way we can be 1% better. So having a batch of freezer meals, knowing your schedule and being able to defrost one in the morning, or it does not take long to defrost one in the microwave. I know maybe that's like sacrilegious to some of you. Some of you sitting across the screen from me don't even own microwaves. (laughs) But like three minutes in the microwave and a freezer meal is gushy enough to fit into an instant pot. Uh, so that that is what I will say. It will save you brain power. That is a fine way, I think, to defrost a meal that's already been cooked. It's just not a great idea to try and defrost meat in the microwave that's, that's raw because it could start to cook it. Yeah, but it's only like two or three minutes. It's just enough to break it up so that you can break it into pieces and fit it into the instant pot. So that's what I do. You do you. I'm just not going to tell like hordes of listeners to defrost raw meat, which you do in the comfort and privacy of your own home. That is up to you. <laughs> Jen uh, will Speaking of will health, do that. <laughs> number four, <laughs> freezer meals. Jen, and I, Jen is still alive. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. Good job. has Jen gotten sick before from this not from that I've definitely gotten sick before but it's usually (laughs) from a restaurant it's never from what I've cooked Uh well you know freezer meals can help your health they say save your health I don't know I think that they're just going in line with save 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 time save money 
save your brain power, save your health. And this is in part because when you are making the meals, you get to decide and think ahead of time, what do I want to eat? What are the ingredients and nutrients that I want and I feel good about? And you get to decide. And so even in those days where decision fatigue is kicking in and all of your best intentions are waning, Going for a freezer meal, going the quote unquote easy route is still really great for you because it's food you've prepared. You've been intentional with what that meal is, what the ingredients are in it. And so it's far better for our health, for our physical bodies than just going and grabbing something quick from a restaurant, fast food, you name it, takeout. It just, it it's not going to be as good for us, although it's tasty, but you can make freezer meals tasty too. So there's Mm -hmm. another reason to go that route is you've been intentional about what the food is and you know you're going to enjoy it and it's good for you. Yes. Uh, And then number five, you can save the day for someone else. I love that. Uh, So this is one I am personally interested in as being 22 weeks pregnant at the time of recording this. Uh, (laughs) Having so this is something I did. I stocked up on my own freezer meals before I gave birth the last time. But being able to when you hear someone's given birth, being able to just pull a meal out of the freezer, bring it over and say, cook this whenever you want. I'm not going to force you to eat dinner right now. Or like, yeah, I mean, bringing over bringing somebody a meal is great. But sometimes we're in a busy season. Like, December and maybe we don't have time. So having some of these on hand can very much help somebody else in need or somebody has like an emergency surgery. They fall down, they break their leg, and now they can't stand up to cook. And you're over here saving the day with a freezer meal. There are so many reasons that freezer meals make generosity just easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already cooked. And again, saves you time. You can be generous without needing to find extra time in that specific week, last minute to make mm-hmm. food for someone. It's not just babies. Like you said, it's it's people who might have surgery or be going through a really particularly difficult time. Maybe there's a death in the family. There's plenty of reasons that people could really benefit from the generosity of a home-cooked meal that you might already have on hand because of your efforts in this regard. So we love generosity. It's a great final point in that article. Yes. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Moving on to the next one. Let's move on with some practical tips for making freezer meals because there are some rookie mistakes and we don't want you to make those. So kick us off, Jill. (laughs) You mean like defrosting 
raw okay. chicken in the microwave. If it is, so I put it in, like I have a whole freezer meal, like a chicken tortilla soup. And I put raw chicken in there and it's covered with everything else. And so I just need it to be enough to where I can fit it into the Instant Pot. It goes directly from the microwave to the Instant Pot. So I don't, I don't know what's wrong with it. Cooking a little bit in the microwave if that's what its final destination is going to be, is cooked. Yeah. Microwaves yeah. are for cooking, Jill. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I guess it could also just affect texture and flavor when the outsides and the ends get like a little rubbery Jill doesn't microwave own a microwave. Cooked. <laughs> Let's put this... Jill doesn't own a microwave. She doesn't like microwaves. It does not mean microwaves are unsafe. No, no, it doesn't. So Actually, I'm sure with my I've microwave people. I we can get into like a... Uh, rabbit trail on microwaves later but they are apparently not as bad for you as what was previously touted in the past anyhow second article comes from real simple 10 genius tricks for freezing food that'll make meal prep a snap we're not going to go through all 10 we're picking our favorites but i will talk about the first one which is freeze foods fast and I like it because of alliteration. But also, <laughs> I agree with this for multiple reasons. First of all, some of the things that they say about this is that the faster we can freeze foods, the more we're going to lock in the nutrients and the flavor of whatever it is that we're freezing. I have been guilty of this in the past where I'll just kind of throw everything into a bag or a dish or I'm just in a hurry and, and I freeze it and it's all just kind of lumped together. Not only is it going to take longer to freeze and maybe not maintain a lot of as much flavor as it could have, but then it's a lot more difficult to defrost too. So there's kind of like twofold reasons to freeze food fast. And one of the ways that we do that is as much in a single layer as possible. So for instance, if we're freezing berries soon after having picked them, you know, I'm thinking in the summertime, we're going to want to put them on a, you know, wash them and everything, put them on a single layer in, on a tray, freeze them, then go back once they're frozen, put them into a bag. And that allows you to be able to take them out in as the amounts that make the most sense to you. You don't have to defrost the entire bag. Similar thing with roasted veggies, really whatever you can kind of lay in a single layer. I would also say this is great for sauces too. Like if you put sauces into like a plastic bag and you can lay it flat rather than in a clump, that's also going to allow you more room in your freezer. So there's a lot of little tips embedded into this one thing, but freeze things in a single layer first then consolidate them however you need to consolidate them. Yeah, I'll also do this with uh, like a tomato paste or chipotle peppers. I'll put them in a ice cube tray and divvy them out like a tablespoon each so that they're not frozen in like a solid clump and I can easily know the measurements of each. Mm -hmm. So it freezes them faster and it's just helpful knowing the amounts. Yeah, uh, I personally don't freeze foods that I care about texture on. So number two is, is avoid foods with crispy and crunchy textures. So I actually won't freeze roasted vegetables. I will freeze. My freezer meals will be ones where I don't care about the texture or where I want the texture to be uniform. So I do a lot of chilies, soups, stews, stuff like that. That's just, that's a me thing. I don't do any like casseroles or things that have to go in the oven. I only do things that can go in the instant pot or the slow cooker. Primarily I will do, well, I have a foodie. So pressure cooker or slow cooker, because you do not want to put fro like raw frozen meat in the slow cooker. That is where you don't want to put it. The microwave is fine. <laughs> the slow cooker is not because it will stay at an unsafe temperature for too long. You can avoid that by just pressure cooking. So the and the article also emphasizes to avoid foods with the crispy, crunchy textures because they're not going. You're not going to be able to recreate that after freezing. So soups, stews, sauces really do. But I will say like I'll I'll roast frozen broccoli, like I'll buy frozen broccoli and roast it. And that turns out fine. I just wouldn't yeah. refreeze it. 
I respect that. Totally respect that. I will also absolutely freeze food with crispy, crunchy textures. I think that you can still get the crispy, crunchy after reheating it, especially if you're going to put it in the oven or if you've got a air fryer. It works just fine. So I will often do a they, they literally say, don't do a chicken parm. It's like exactly what I do do when I freeze Jill, meals. Jill, you are... I will do the breading on the chicken. And then, leave. <laughs> and then you put it in the oven and it's totally fine. I don't know what they're saying. I'm, I don't... I don't know. It's Try it out. Never Experiment worked out for, for yourself. I have. I I'm have. I'm talking to our listener. You're okay, too far yes, gone. You should. I am. I am. Too, you're too far gone. <laughs> I love you. Um, love you too. I can't. Uh, and and so another thing that keeps me from doing ca- frozen casseroles is that they just take way too long, like to defrost. Way too long to cook in the oven. Like I need something quick. So that's me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cast frozen casseroles, super popular. There are a ton of people that swear by them. That your make ahead lasagnas, um, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you can you can buy frozen chicken parm. So it's like it happens. It's not like nobody does exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to know how to do it, I guess. And I don't know how to do it. And and maybe that's my limiting. Yeah. Um, it's especially belief. good for people with with an air fryer, which I know is super common for people mm-hmm. to have that now. Or alternatively, if there is something to a bake that I've frozen where the top needs to be crispy, I just won't put that top on. So for instance, poppy seed chicken is a regular go-to for me. And usually you put like a cracker crumpled up crackers on mm-hmm. top. And yeah, that that that's just going to get soggy because before it has time to freeze, the crackers are going to start to absorb the liquids that are on top of that kind of mm-hmm. casserole or bake to be up to date in our lingo. So I won't put the cracker top on on top. That'll be something that I'm like, oh yeah, I typically have crackers on hand. So in the final moments, once I've cooked it, once I've pulled it out of the freezer and cooked it, then I add it on. So there Mm. are, there is always a way to hack your favorite foods and still be able to use the freezer. Yes. None of us need to leave this episode. We're all welcome (laughs) here. (laughs) What's your next tip, Jen? That was my next tip. Number two was my next tip. It's your turn. Okay. Number six, (laughs) blanch your greens first. This one I need to listen to. I'm mostly calling it out so that I can remind myself. Mm -hmm. This is mostly if you care about the looks of your veggies. Blanching it is going to lock in the the green color rather than make them look kind of wilty and gross. It's all fine. It's still safe to eat. But I'm going to be honest, the last time I froze spinach without having blanched it first, by the time I took it back out of the freezer, yeah, it was really unappealing to me and I did not use it. So, mm-hmm. and to blanch greens, quick little three-step process. You bring salted water to a rolling boil in a large pot. You put your vegetables, your whatever green vegetables. You could do this with green beans, leafy greens, green, 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 whatever, and put it in that boiling water until it's tender and then quickly pull it back out and throw it over some ice to shock it. And then you're going to freeze it in that single layer we talked about. And then you've got greens ready to go. There you go. I will agree with this. I don't do this because, again, I just choose places where the look does not need to be appealing. But I have done this before, and it is a good idea. Mm -hmm. It is a good idea if you want to put in the extra step. Um, Seven is always allow enough time for defrosting. And I just added this one at the last minute. I wasn't going to talk about this one because maybe... Enough time for you is three minutes in the microwave. (laughs) No, but I do. So I plan for freezer meals. So like I'll look at my schedule every week and I'll I'll look at what we've got going on at night or what I've got going on during the day. Like if I am doing a lot of stuff, maybe a lot of recording and I've got some deadlines and I know I'm going to be tired, then freezer meal 
If we've got something going on at night where we need to eat really quickly before leaving, freezer meal. So I look at my schedule and know when I'm going to do a freezer meal so that I have enough time to defrost. And I'll always put it, um, I'll take it out. I'll give it a full 24 hours. That's what works for me. I find that if I give it a full 24 hours to defrost, it's perfect. I don't have to put it in the microwave. (laughs) But in times when I am just and nothing has gone to plan and it really is a last minute need, I have also defrosted in the microwave. Okay. And I am still here. (laughs) So we all know you've made it very clear. But the article does say defrosting in a microwave can too easily cook rather than defrost the meat. It can. So you just have to like three minutes if it's a big bag, two minutes if it's not. It's just really enough to get it into the instant pot for me. Yeah. My last tip on here, this is one I've not done before, but again, calling it out because I think it's a good idea and I want to give it a try. Don't toss leftover herbs. Instead, if you've got extra herbs of any kind that you've been cooking with, but you don't need the rest of them, chop them up, put them into an ice cube tray and cover it with a little bit of oil and freeze that. And then you can pop it out the next time you're sauteing or roasting something and it'll add some really nice flavor. So that's a great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what else is a great idea? Well, I mean, I do know it's not microwaves. <laughs> Some would say it's microwaving <laughs> to defrost. Others would say the, the bill, bill of the, the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Jill. My name's Megan. And for my Bill of the Week this week, I wanted to share an exciting decision that my 11-year-old son Liam made regarding money that he receives from me every month as part of his allowance. We've always divided it into save, spend, and give, and his savings have been in a uh, bank account for children. But he just decided that he wanted to start transferring all of his saving money directly into investing. And part of this is definitely because he has grasped the concept of compound interest, and it's all very exciting to him. I wanted you to know that he loves your show, as does my eight-year-old daughter, Sloan, and together the three of us love listening on car rides, and we just want to thank you for all of the content you create. Bye! Oh, Megan, (gasps) and Liam, and Sloan. You guys, hi! Shout out to you and shout out to especially you, Liam, for investing and grasping compound interest, which is something that many adults still have not grasped. So congratulations. You are going to be okay. You're going to do well. (laughs) This is remarkable, Liam and Sloan. Thank you for listening with your mom. It's so fun to hear the wide array of audience members who listen and enjoy the show. We are here for you. Glad to create content that you like to engage with together and really making great decisions after listening to the show. So well done. Well done. Thanks for that, Bill. How remarkable motivational, exciting. Mm -hmm. If you are listening and you happen to be just a really cool kid and you've got a bill that you want to submit about some amazing money decisions you're making or if you're just, you know, a regular adult listening to us and you also have a bill, that's fine too. We're here for you. Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. We're we're ready for it. As always, open arms for, for those bills. And now it's time for the lightning round. 
All right, here it is. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Our favorite simple freezer meal. And I'm going to give you I'm going to give you more than one. Mm. We need that. We do need that cuz you know what? We freeze more than one meal. Right? I'm actually going to let Jill go first because <laughs> I love her answer. I think it's I think it's the one that you should hear first. After you hear Jill's, you can then decide if you just want to turn off the episode and say I don't I don't need what Jen has cuz Jill's good enough for me. And which is sometimes what I do. So I'm going to let you have the opportunity to make that decision for yourself. And Here you go, Jill. (laughs) I like to freeze bread. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd enjoy that one. As a reminder, Jill's choice for the only food she would eat for the rest of her life if she only had one option. So (laughs) she. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy. And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might remember from our Budget Apps episode, we mentioned Monarch Money as being one of the best apps for people switching from Mint. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, cash flow, net worth, and more. Listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. If you previously used Mint and are worried about transferring your data, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint, keeping all your tags and categories intact. It's also super customizable. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. It's not lying. It, it's so funny. If you were to go into my freezer right now, you would find <laughs> freezer meals, but you would also find an incredible <laughs> amount of bread in there, which I realize might be a little bit of a waste of space because bread is not expensive. But I also hate food waste. So if I've just got a little bit of bread left, it goes in the freezer I will give you more freezer meals than this one, but bread freezes so well and it can be reheated so nice and crispy. So even for those Mm -hmm. times that I find myself at a great bakery, but I don't end up eating the whole loaf, I don't have to let it go moldy, throw it in the freezer. And then it's just like a nice treat that I've got some great crispy bread to go with whatever food Jen makes out of her freezer. (laughs) Frozen bread will actually crisp up well. Yeah. Like... That'll get a good crisp on it. I'm I'm all for that. And um, if you want to add other foods to it, you do you. As our listener, you can do you. Jill will do her. <laughs> yeah, as always. I also <laughs> have found that if I have my like a meat or a protein pre-prepared, whether it is in some sort of bake or casserole, or it's just cooked on its own. For instance, ground meat for tacos or chicken that is breaded and ready for to be put on a salad or into a, a pasta. That really helps me with my prep of food for that night. Like I don't have to always have a full meal ready to pull out of the freezer. That is nice, but it cuts out a lot of the decision fatigue and time fatigue for me when I am able to have at least like one aspect of the meal pre-prepared that I just have to pull out. So that's one of my kind of freezer meal approaches. Mm -hmm. What about for you, Jen? Yeah. So I will freeze ingredients, but I am more likely to use a full frozen meal. So like if I'm if I froze, if there was a deal on ground turkey like a few months ago when I bought a lot of ground turkey and put some of it in the freezer, like I made sure to defrost that in the fridge. Like I didn't throw that in the microwave, but it does. I do have to be intentional about checking for it and remembering to use it my meal plan. So that doesn't that kind of like freezer 
like ingredients, I don't count like as freezer meals. Like for me, it has to be a takeout, throw in the instant pot, forget it for a half hour and eat uh, sort of thing. Like it has, I am, my brain maybe doesn't, my brain does not work well at nights and I'm going to get really lazy. So it has to be the, as easy as possible. Yeah. So yeah, at least on those nights where I have to do a freezer meal, it's like all or all or nothing on those nights. So yeah, I have quite a few favorite tried and true freezer meals and they're, uh, they're mostly, so I love a lot of like Indian. So butter chicken, chana masala, like with with just the um if it's a vegetarian meal, I can do it in the slow cooker. Again, I rarely use my slow cooker. It's always the pressure cooker. But a lot of Indian food is good for that. I can do like a barbecue pulled pork. So again, like the pork, I forget the cut, but that's often on sale like in big pieces. And so I'll just cut that in half and freeze the part I'm not using with some barbecue sauce or or whatever else I want. And then it's great because when you defrost it, it kind of marinates together. I always forget to marinate meat. And so this is a great way (laughs) that I can get the meat marinated. Or if I'm making chicken dishes, anything like chicken that you can put with rice. Like I'll make the rice while the, um, I won't freeze the rice. I'll make the rice the night of, but I'll just buy a big thing of frozen chicken breasts and I'll just like divvy out these chicken breasts to the freezer meal bags. And there are things you can buy, uh, that keep your bags open. I don't, I just prop them up between things. Reusable bags are very easy to wash. I would only, I'll only use them for freezer meals. So there are a lot of things. So my favorites, I have a whole, oh, tikka masala. I forgot that. Um, well, chana masala. Um, let's see. Chili, like a bean chili or even a ground beef chili. Chicken tortilla soup. A smoky tomato soup. So I will roast tomatoes if my in-laws have a lot of tomatoes. So they get and they give us tomatoes on the rare occasion. I will roast them and make this delicious roasted tomato soup. And so sometimes I'll roast them. You do want to let them, you you want to freeze fast, but you don't want to put something directly into the freezer right after you roast it. Mm, yeah. Let it cool off a bit put it in the fridge, and then put it into the freezer once it's been cooled down in the fridge. But I'll cool those roasted tomatoes, put them in a bag with all the other ingredients for the soup, and freeze that together. That sounds Uh, great. Whenever you pull that out of your freezer, I'll pull my bread out of the freezer and come over. Oh, perfect. (laughs) I'll also bring a bottle of wine for you. (laughs) Thank you. Assuming this happens after you give birth. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Carnitas is another one where I'll get like the big piece of meat that I just won't use all of it. And uh, I'll put part of it as a freezer meal with all the things for carnitas. I love that Italian white bean soup. Minestrone or minestrone, however you like to say it, without the pasta in it. So doing the soup, cooking it, and then putting the pasta in for like the last 10 minutes and cooking that. I don't freeze pasta. Do you freeze pasta, Jill? I freeze everything. Yeah, I thought. I'll freeze rice, pasta, milk, bread, butter, cream cheese, Everything they say you shouldn't freeze, you better believe I'm out here freezing it. Because yeah. you know what? You've got no rules with the microwave. I've got no rules with the freezer. I have rules with the microwave, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you've given Anyways. us so many good tips, Jen. Thank you for listening to Jill and I's differing opinions on freezers hot and takes. microwaves. Hot takes. Hot, hot takes. And on cold I hope topics. you got something out. 
I hope that you are in one of our on team Jen or team Jill on this, but know that we're ultimately on the same team and it's that freezer meals are meant to help you alleviate stress, save money and eat healthier. That's what they're here for. And you do you beyond that. Also, if I'm really being unsafe and and somebody knows that I'm being unsafe, you can tell me I'm not stuck in my ways. Send me an email in kindness. So thank you for listening. Many of you know we have a private community for our listeners trying to pay off debt. We do monthly money challenges and offer accountability groups. And we want to congratulate one of our members for a big win. This is from Catherine. She says, this month I'm doing a no spend challenge with the 30 day no spend challenge workbook. And after having read the no spend challenge guide written by me, Mm. that's as I'm saying that, not Catherine. Uh, instead of cutting multiple categories, I'm choosing one a month and adding a new category every month. Side note, this is that definition of 1% better and I love it. This month is no online shopping. The first three days of the month were easy. I had no temptations, didn't find myself going to my favorite websites. Today, I'm very proud of myself. I got a text about a sale a company I like is having. I ended up clicking the link, even adding items to my cart. Before purchasing, I reminded myself that I don't want to spend online this month. I removed from cart, closed the website, and sent a stop to the text thread so I wouldn't receive future texts. The purse I almost bought is on my Christmas list and I reminded myself that the purse will be there in the future when I have the funds to add it to the budget. In the past, I would have moved money around, taken money from other savings goals to make the purchase, and I'm very happy with my decision to say no. Amazing. You're just, Catherine, building this muscle. It's not about constantly saying no to ourselves, but it's about building the ability to identify, do I really need this? Do I want this? Is it contributing or taking away from other goals that I have prioritizing? Like That's what this no spend challenge month is, not just so we can slice and dice always and forever. It's the Mm -hmm. evaluation. And and you did that so well. Even this example, like I found myself doing it. Like I let myself go that far as to put something in my cart, but then created the pause. It almost doesn't matter where the pause happened. The pause happened and you were able to redirect and you feel good about it, which is great too. You're not walking Mm -hmm. away thinking, this really stinks. It kept you on track with the other goals that you had and hopefully helped motivate you even more for just the, the abilities that you have to make good decisions financially for yourself. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. So if you are listening, uh, want to check out our monthly challenge community that Catherine's a part of, then head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash club uh, to see what's in there, what we're all about. And uh, we hope to be reading your big wins soon. See you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, I know that you have a rant, but just really quick, this made me really excited that maybe when my kitchen's done, aspirational goal, we can get together and do freezer meal cooking. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I had uh, something I wanted to rant about, but I think that can wait until the next episode because this may have been our most divisive episode yet (laughs) on freezer meals. And I just don't think we need any more... um, Hot takes. We We don't need more more hot hot takes. takes. (laughs) Yeah. And I had a hot, hot take. So I want to just, I want to just leave our plans for the future to be positive. And freezer mailing with you in your new island will be fantastic. And reminding people that we are friends, even though you lean into the (laughs) microwave and I lean into the freezer (laughs) in ways that maybe the other wouldn't. So true. Yeah. (laughs) But I do manage, I bring my lunch to your house and I don't microwave it. I, I cook it it up on the pot. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I'm not reliant. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't that what frugality is all about? I'm not pivoting. I'm not opposed to microwaves. I did do some research on it, you know, where there was this propaganda that was out there about how microwaves zap nutrients out of your food. And it's just simply not true. After you look at the science of how microwaves work, well, here we go. We said we weren't taking hot takes in this Ooh. after after show. It, yeah, it wasn't going to be your hot take, but <laughs> I know. I mean, so I'm not I am not opposed to them. I used to be. I used to think like they take the nutrients out of the food. It's not a good way to reheat it, but um the quicker you similar to the quicker you freeze food, the more nutrients it holds in, the quicker you can cook food the more nutrients it can hold in and depending on the type of food that it is. But oftentimes, the longer you cook food, the more the nutrients kind of seep out of it. Hmm. I mean, really, that's like that's the science behind making your own broth, right? Low and slow with all of the veggies and bones and all that like seeping out into the liquid, but you're keeping the liquid. So there's the nutrients. But if you're not keeping the liquid... You've cooked it all out of the food. So, but if you're doing a soup and it all leaves, you're still having the liquid. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But if you're not, yeah. So all that to say, sometimes a microwave is good. Sometimes cooking it on the stove is good. But it's not what I used to think. So hmm. what inspired this um, microwave rabbit hole that you took a trip down? I don't know. Who knows what leads to what? I I think Eric and I were talking about our kitchen plans and the ways that we currently reheat things and some of the bad rap microwaves get. And it's just like, is that true? You know, we kind of had that question in the back of our minds. Is that true? And Hmm. and like at least three different articles and videos pointed to it's not true that microwaves deplete all food of their nutrients. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, if you want the most nutrient-dense food, definitely raw. But I think any cooked... I don't think if you once you cook food that it's devoid of all nutrients. Right. If that was true, we would all be dead because mm-hmm. most of us cook food. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it zaps a little bit of it, whatever way you cook it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're still getting good exactly. stuff, though. Yeah. As long as you're eating it and consuming um, good stuff. But this gives me something to look. I mean, I'm looking forward to my kitchen being done, but definitely that's an extra exciting thing. Freezer Yeah, I'll make together. freezer meals with you. That'd be awesome. Great. Okay. Let's uh, make it a date. Bye. See you then. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.